As Dr. Robert H. Schuler said, tough times never last, but tough people do. And entrepreneurs tend to be tough people. It really does take perseverance, creativity, patience, and so much more. Again, you have to admire how much of themselves they put into their business. Hi, my name is Alicia Cabrera, and I'm obsessed with entrepreneurship. More so, I'm obsessed with the people behind the business, the entrepreneurs themselves. Welcome to E is for Entrepreneur, where we dig into the person or people behind the business. There's so much to be learned from someone's story, and today I'm excited to share Jess Duval's story about her journey as an entrepreneur. Jess is a graphic designer by day and a creative always. Jess is in the market to shimmer and sass you up queen of graphic design, cat mama, your local glitter dealer, and arm wrestling aficionado. My life became a lot more colorful <laughs> when our lives crossed paths. A self-love warrior, leader in femme club, and my friend, a true boss babe, Jess, I'm so happy to have you on today. Welcome to E is for Entrepreneur. You ready to spill some quarantine? I am absolutely ready to spill some quarantine oh man how have you been doing during uh this whole stay at home thing just yourself and as a as a as an entrepreneur with the business um you know it's been kind of lonely at times uh, I'm sure everybody's experiencing that I working from home is new for me I'm thankful to still be working and have things to do um but I don't know like it's I find it very hard to focus completely um I don't, I'm just like, oh, I could do this load of laundry real quick. Let me do the dishes. Let me do this. And, you know, you get sidetracked easily, but I am making it through. I've had a ton of support through like my glitter business, Shimmer Down. Um, and yeah, I'm here and I'm ready for it to be over with. Hopefully yeah. soon. I mean, I think that's a, yeah. a great um kind of segue into being able to let you give some background on Shimmer Down and just like your elevator pitch on who you are and and what you do. Oh gosh. <laughs> uh, you know, I I am your local glitter dealer. Um basically I started this business like three years ago with a friend and it started out of curiosity and then it's turned into this like really cool experience that I can bring to events. Uh, I've done all kinds of events and it's something new, something different, but it makes people feel really good about themselves. And I mean, I go out now wearing glitter, you know, if I'm going to a concert or if I'm going for a girl's night, I just like throw on some glitter on top of whatever makeup I have on. And I don't know, it adds a little pizzazz. And I don't know, I, you know, I have an online shop where you can shop my glitter. But I think the best or my favorite part is the experience and like being at events and putting it on. Yeah. So you go to events and you provide the service, but you mix your own glitter, right? And then you sell it on your Etsy. Right. I mean, how do right. you even decide what product you put out and how you mix those glitters? Um, you know, it did. It took a lot of research and figuring out like what glitter works best. And you know, it's certainly it's a cosmetic based glitter. It's not um, something you can buy at Michaels. Uh, that's like craft glitter and certainly made of uh, like a different type of plastic. And you know, we do have uh, a biodegradable blend now which is kind of new for us but in the past we haven't just because it's 
one more expensive and it's unfortunately just not as shiny. However, um, we, like I said, we do use, uh, cosmetic glitters and that's a little bit softer and it's fine on your skin. Um, I've had people with sensitive skin still get it and there's no issues. So, um, yeah, I just, it, the hardest part is like, you know, which glitters do I buy? Cause it's obviously not mm-hmm. cheap. Um, and like, what do I buy? And I have to buy it in bulk at least like two pounds per color. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to have a field day mixing it. So I just started a TikTok and I have been showing some like glitter mixing videos, which seem to be very, a little popular, I should say. People say it's like really soothing or like tranquil to watch. So I thought that was a cool take on it. So that's yeah. awesome. So I want to back up just a little bit because I know we sure. have talked a little bit about how you started this and how it's really become a passion project almost into a business. Um, mm-hmm. But a lot of people, I don't think actually know how this all started and um, like your story. So I think some people will see you around and they maybe assume that you're from Charlotte or like you've been here a while and that this was kind of something that you just loved doing and started it, which is a semblance of truth. But I definitely want to back up and and actually talk through start to finish like where this all started um, and how <laughs> you kind of took on uh, the business and the responsibility of the business, you know, when when you kind of parted ways with your friend when she moved back. So um, I, I just kind of want to hand it off to you and be able to kind of tell or let you tell your story here um, on how Shimmer Down even For sure. became a thing. Yeah. Go, uh, gosh, it's so weird to think uh, I started it like three years ago. So in 2017, which feels like <laughs> centuries ago, I, it really does. And it's not like it's been bad, but it's certainly telling of like, man, time flies when you're having fun. But also it's like, a remembrance of how like busy you can become inside of something that you know takes up a lot of your time and then it feels like you've been doing it forever but uh, about three years ago a friend of mine and I were uh, kind of recently new friends and she shared this video on my Facebook wall of a glitter booty and I was like, what? I want a glitter booty. <laughs> and it was like, it was this obviously a very pretty skinny um, model with these like really cute mermaidy sequins booty shorts on. And then like gold glitter was everywhere on her like butt cheeks. And I was like, I, I like, well, I want to do that. And she's like, well, we can. And I was like, well, I don't like, I don't, how, what do you mean? And it just like evolved into this project where she's like I know like I've got some glitters we can mess around with and so it started there and she came over and we did like our own like mini photo shoot of just like glitter on our face we did a glitter butt uh you know on our legs and we just kind of went ham with this idea and she's like you know we should really do this and I was like nah And I have like huge commitment problems. So I was just scared, you know, like of saying, yeah, let's do it. But it's like, where do we do it? How do we do it? Um, and being a full-time graphic designer, I was like, okay, I can at least make us look like we're a legit business. <laughs> and uh, I came up with the name Shimmer Down. 
Um, and then I branded us, uh, just giving us an identity and people to relate to. Um, and she was kind of the, uh, I guess, back end research girl doing, you know, what glitter works best, what's the best uh-huh. way to apply it, you know, where do the, what events do we do and those sorts of things. So after we kind of got ourselves situated, she was like, all right, let's sign up for Charlotte Pride. And no, I'm sorry. It was Saul's. Salisbury Pride, Salisbury Pride. I never say that right. <laughs> but um, I was like, okay, we can start there. And like, I had never been to a Pride Festival at all, like ever in my whole life. Um, just no reason, not no reason, but I was like, eh, I, don't, I don't know. It's not really like, I don't need to go. That's cool that they have it. But we signed up for Salisbury Pride, got accepted. And that was our first like run through of like, what works, what's not going to work, you know, how busy... Mm-hmm are we going to be? How long does it take to glitter somebody? You know, what are the different types of styles that we can do? You know, do people even want this? And from Salisbury, which is a tiny little town about an hour north of uh, Charlotte, you know, we were like blown away that people really liked it and they had fun and you could just see that it kind of brought joy to them and made them feel confident or more confident, especially with a, like an event that's kind of sensitive. I mean, especially in the South, uh, it's interesting uh, that people still, to me, it's interesting that people still have, you know, um, their reservations about coming out or even going to a pride festival straight, you know, that's a huge deal. And we're able to kind of provide that little bit more confidence or make you feel better, um, about attending. So from Salisbury, we jumped to Charlotte pride, which is huge. And it was insane. And we were like, okay, (laughs) what else are we going to do? Where else can we go? So it kind of started from there. Since then, my uh, friend who I started this with has moved. So she kind of bowed out, um, which is fine. But then, you know, I've taken on the role of like everything, which can be overwhelming. But, uh, you know, just like this quarantine, everybody learned to pivot. I learned to pivot and I'm still here today. I think it's really interesting that you mentioned like your fear almost of like commitment with it at at the beginning because when she did end up moving like you did have to pivot you did have to pick up I feel like that was like a a point of like okay I'm gonna make this a thing this is real I mean commitment wise you know you were throwing yourself in the deep end to take over everything and and what did that process look like for you I mean it couldn't have been easy No, it wasn't. And I mean, one thing I've really discovered is working with your friends in a business that you own and run, like, or even together, like, it's difficult. You have to find like that separation between like work and friendship. And um, I mean, unfortunately, her and I aren't friends anymore. Um, You know, it I it didn't end great but it didn't end poorly we just were like okay we we tried to figure out you know could we do this as one unit but like on both coasts because she moved across uh to to California and um I I was like I'm willing to do that you know how does that work and it just was like you know maybe we should just separate and be done with it so I took it over uh willingly because I was like this is so popular, even within our first year, you know, of being here, there's no reason that I should stop it. And I enjoy this. Even if I do work full time, this is like my side hustle, and I'm proud of it. So 
I just kind of kept it and, and learned to, to roll with the punches and, you know, figure out who's with me and who's yeah. not. You allude a lot to your life just being almost like a mashup of, of a lot of business and personal overlapping because you do tend to work with um, or you, you know, employ your sister and your friends. And yeah. I mean, there are plenty of businesses like that. Um, family businesses obviously are, are very much so that dynamic, but what tips or yeah. lessons have you learned um, in your business that you could provide to someone else when they're in or when they're experiencing the same thing or employing friends and family? Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey. Um, you know, I think it, the number one thing for me is not relying on anyone else. I know at the end of the day, if it doesn't get done, I have to do it. So it's good and bad. Like I should learn to trust those around me that they're going to follow through or they're going to do it. But most of the time it's left mm -hmm. on me anyway. So I just kind of control a lot of it, which I know isn't great, but I do have my sister who has helped me tremendously. Um, my best friend who has also been a great, great asset. You know, she, she's been behind the scenes a lot and even obviously at events, but helping me mix glitters and all of those, you know, kind of activities in the back end. Um, and then my other best friend who's kind of new, but her, you know, that's Erin. And she, she's like, yeah, I'll do whatever. I'll go wherever. If I'm available, I'll do it. And she's like a really good help. You know, if somebody has, like, if my sister can't do an event, then she steps up or, you know, because if, if I'm, say I'm busy and I can't attend an event, but I want to do the event. And I, I put on these other girls like, Hey, you can, uh, you all, I need you to do this, but I need, you know, you need you to take over and mm -hmm. I will be there. And then if they bow out, I'm kind of screwed essentially. So I just have to put a lot of trust and faith and, you know, and most of the time they mean well. Um, I've worked with others in the past where they weren't reliable at all. So I just kind of stopped asking them to do events because I knew that they would commit and then not mm -hmm. commit later. And then, it, you know, it's just... Mm -hmm. And then you start to feel bad as like their friend. You're like, wait, I'm your friend, but I'm also like ha having you work for me and I'm paying you. And like, if you don't want to do it, that's fine. And I get it, but like, don't commit and then put me in a bind. So, you know, it's hard to manage your friendships. And sometimes you have to learn to separate those. And I think I've, I'm doing better in that sense, but it can be really challenging to work with friends. Yeah. Very challenging. <laughs> So, like, at least with my sister, it's still my sister. And I can be like, okay, stop and do your job, you know. And then, then afterwards, I'm like, hey, I'm sorry for That's being such a sibling thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and she's my twin. So it's like, you know, yeah. double duty. I think it's, it's fair to say that it's never going to be perfect. And I think it's going to constantly be a learning experience for you when you do employ friends and family. But I think it, you know, to your point, it really is important to almost have that, that delicate line of how you manage your, your friends relationship versus a working relationship does need to look a little differently. And as long as you acknowledge that, to your point, it does make it easier over time. Right. And like, most of the time, these events, like, we're all like able to have a drink or we go for dinner and drinks afterwards, or we yeah. go out, you know, like a lot of these events like turn into like even more fun. So, you know, we're all there and I know they're all happy to help me, 
but they are getting paid <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> and, um, you know, they, I hope that they have fun. So I hope that that's why they continue to help me. Because I'm not going to lie, like some of these prides where they're setting up at seven in the morning and we're there until wow. nine o'clock at night. Wow. You know, those are long days and it's hot. Like um, August, <laughs> oh, Charlotte yeah. Pride's always in August. Imagine like how humid and hot it is and working a 12, 13 hour day out in the heat. There's no air. I mean, it's, it's tough. It's tough, but I'm happy and I'm proud of the girls who are by my side and who have supported me along the way. And I mean, like I said, you really do find out who your friends are. Um, and I have a ton of friends outside of it who support me and they're not even help. you know, like they come yeah. and visit me at events and say hi and let me glitter them. And they're kind of my billboard, you know, so I don't know. You do find out who your true friends and who are not so true, but it's, I am very proud of everyone that I've been around. Yeah. And continue. I think that's to an important lesson for, for life in general and not just business. So it's, it's a really good point made. Um, you know, you mentioned pride and you mentioned that, um, that was kind of your first event. You do a lot of events, <laughs> Jess. Yeah. Shimmerdown is, yes. I feel like everywhere. So, <laughs> um, how do you even well, find those events? Yeah. Like, I can't think of a place like we really <laughs> don't belong. <laughs> so, um, a lot of times people find me. Um, I will say that Girl Tribe had a, a huge, um, whenever they asked me a couple years, I think it was like two years ago, to be at one of their pop-ups. Um, that I think that was like our big thing for us to get our name out there and for people to find mm -hmm. us and know like what we do. So uh, I don't know if I put glitter on you, you're basically a billboard for me. So, you know, it takes one person, especially I know I keep saying pride referencing. Pride no, but it's a huge event. Our, our biggest. Um, right. But um, like if one person gets glitter boobs, then it's just like a spiral of like it just takes one person. And from there, people are like, where did you get those? I want those. And then they just <laughs> send awesome. them to me. So. I mean, it literally takes one person. Yeah. And then I'm like, holy cow, I can't, I don't know. Like, I, it's crazy how popular we've become in just a short amount of time. And I mean, we keep growing. I've been, I, I've been at so many different types of events. Uh, we did the body positive pool party, which was by far my favorite, probably because it was amazing. Um, but I, you know, we do tons of prides. I've done Atlanta, Salisbury, Winston-Salem, Asheville, um, Charlotte, of course, uh, Charleston. Um, I do a tons of kids birthdays lately, which obviously have not done an event in a, like at least a month and a half now <laughs> and I'm having glitter withdrawals, but, um, I did a bat mitzvah Ooh. a couple months back. Um, we do some random, um, uh, pop-up things with Girl Tribe still and we did a pop-up with Kenna Kaniho a couple months back too I think we were Valentine's Day which was like a block party which was super cute but if I go to these events you know some of them they're I'm paid to be there sometimes I charge people for the service sometimes I'm mm -hmm. just there pro bono to get my name out um like I do a lot of um like pro bono events uh I went to Kendra Scott in South Park Mall once 
for an event they were hosting. I did a 5K for uh, Move for Jen one time. I've done St. Patty's Day stuff for like bartenders. Um, you know, a Bold Missy used to have a glitter beer release party. Uh, there's a school, an elementary school that has a Friday Night Lights event every every year and it's always crazy busy um and a bunch of kids and it's all about a football game but um yeah i don't know we i've I've been everywhere so like obviously i don't have to do glitter but you fit in some sort of way um, at each of those events yeah yeah Yeah, i kind of describe it as i mean it's glitter body art but typically i'll just say it's like an alternative version i mean that is true i know when i get glittered with you like I stare at it in the mirror and I just get so happy and <laughs> I've, I've admitted to you like staring at him like in the mirror for like five minutes just playing with yeah. my face <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> but it, I don't know what it is but it just makes you feel so like confident and pretty and I don't know even when I even if it's just like a small little bit I'll put on like the corner of my eye I'm like oh my god I love it it's it's crazy the effect that it has and I mean when I'm putting it on people at these events you and I show them like I turn the mirror around and show them you can see it in their faces they're like it like lights up and they smile and they're like oh my god like it's do you have a favorite moment from like one of your events with with someone that you've glittered Oh, gosh. Um, Well, I get a lot of people who come back and see me every year. And like, that's amazing, especially for a pride event. Um, You know, they expect me and I have people who reach out, they'll be like, they'll send me a DM and they'll be like, where are you at and stuff. So like, it makes me feel good that people want to come back. Um, I don't one girl I do like her. She was I think it was Charlotte Pride the very first year. And it was like my very first set of glitter boobs. And she had never, like she what hadn't come out to her family. Um, and so it was a big deal for her to be at Pride. Like this was her first Pride coming out and she wanted glitter boobs. And so for me, it was my first time at Pride, but I'm doing my first set of glitter boobs. She's there for, you know, other reasons. And she's, she like rocked these glitter boobs the whole time and I think it just added and boosted to her confidence which was I don't know it kind of makes me feel good like if I can attribute some things and and contribute Mm -hmm. to how they feel if it makes them less nervous or more confident or whatever then cool well it seems like you you give a like a lot back to the community too when you can if you can find a place and and be able to like you know provide glitter the glitter service and and I think that that speaks a lot to your character and how you want your your business to be seen too, because just that story right there, you know, what that tells me is, yeah, we weren't there for the same same reason, but I got to be a part of, you know, her day in some sort of way. And, and it's almost empowering, I think, that, that you see it in that right. lens. Yeah, I am. Um, it does. And I want... I I want people to feel as good as I feel when I'm wearing it or like, you know, obviously we all struggle at points with something in our lives, you know, about ourselves. And if I can change that even for like a single event for a couple hours or, or, you know, teach you something about yourself that you didn't know because of glitter, like, cool. I'm happy to, to contribute that. And I mean, I have done a lot of like, um, 
events where I don't charge just because I know that it's like it I don't know I do an event for Shutterfly called Grand Kids which is Ace and TJ's mm-hmm. um, nonprofit organization and I just go glitter these kids who you know are less fortunate and have um, you know lifelong disabilities and if I can give a little bit of cheer in their life for a little bit cool like that's what I want to do so even at like the body positive pool party I didn't I just did that I was there doing glitter for everyone and um I I mean mostly my sister and my friend did all of the glittering but um I I don't know I think it made a huge impact on how the party went and how girls felt I mean it was a body positive pool party and it's we have had this event to make women feel well, women and whoever to feel better about them. Yeah. So cool. I want to add to that. I don't know. It just, it sounds selfish, but it makes me feel really good. And I, you know, I, I whine because I'm so tired at the end of the day, or I'm so tired because I'm so busy and, you know, but I, I think it's just because I keep giving. I don't, yeah. Which is I don't think fine. it's selfish. Like, I, I think wanna... if anything, it, it motivates you more. Right. And, and that's nothing to, I, I guess, yeah. feel bad about. I mean, you are busy. And I mean, what does a normal day even look like for you? <laughs> <laughs> it, it really depends on the day. Um, like I work a full-time job. So I'm off at like four or five every day. Um, and then it, if I have a glitter event, you know, most likely it starts at six. So I have to make sure I have my car packed in the morning and then I can go straight to whatever event I have to go to. Um, it, it, it really just depends. Sometimes I just work my full-time job and that's it. And sometimes I have a free weekend and I'm like, holy cow, what is this? I don't ever have yeah. a free entire weekend. Um, you know, but I hear lately, obviously quarantine has us stuck inside and I'm like twiddling my thumbs because I'm so bored. <laughs> But um, I don't know. Typical days are usually like peak season, which I don't even know what that is for us. But when we're busy, like we usually have an event, a, a single event on either a Saturday or Sunday and then a, a single event through the week. So probably two events within a week, which doesn't sound like a lot, but I am mm-hmm. working full time. So it can be a struggle. And sometimes events are like all day. So I don't know if that describes a typical day, but if I'm not like mailing out glitter orders, then I'm working my full-time job. And then I'm also event. going straight yeah. to a, some sort of event. And then also I have a personal life and I support a bunch of other friends and entrepreneurs. So, you know, like if they have an event, I try to go to that or um, vice versa. So I don't know. <laughs> I love how you always are like, I don't know. And I'm like, it's but just... you answered the question, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like I'm always flying by the seat of my pants. Like, I don't, I plan, obviously, for my events and stuff, but, like, outside of that, I'm like, I don't know. I can't commit. I, I don't know. I'll let you know if I'm there. I'll show up if I'm there. And most of the time, it's yes, I go, because, mm-hmm. like, I'm good for my word, but I don't know. I just, I, sometimes I'm like, how did I keep Yeah, I think up? that, I mean, it's fair. Like, you, we talk about it, and it's like, wow, it's been three years, but I still do think, like, you have so much more in store for Shimmer Down, and so you and because you work full time it's almost like you don't have like it all dedicated to just like not everything's getting poured into to shimmer down or not everything you know is being attached to like femme club and so it's fair I mean like this is a great story of someone that is 
quote unquote, just starting out, even though it's been three years, like the more and more events that you do, it's like, you're taking on more and more responsibility, I feel like every year. So it just looks like a different, you know, your calendar looks so different every year that it's, it's just a new story. You're just adding to your story every single year, which is so cool. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And at least it's not like I'm not dying of monotony because of, you know, I get crazy event requests um, that change yeah. every year, you know, so I'm not doing the same thing. And each event is certainly not the same. So I don't know. At least I'm not like. It's not necessarily uh, like repetitive to know. you. Yeah. It still yeah, like maintains create, like you still I- are able to be like super creative, I feel like. Yeah. Oh, I agree. And like, I have whatever freedom and I can say no to whatever I want. Most of the time I don't because I have a problem (laughs) saying no, but um, I, yeah, I just, I, I think it's entertaining because I at least get to work with different people. Every event I get to work, you know, even my shimmer girls. Uh, Yeah. Travel is sometimes involved. Mm -hmm. Um, Unfortunately, Charlotte Pride is canceled this year and I am in mourning. I'll <laughs> deal with it. Um, and and then Nashville Pride is postponed, which is a I'm hopeful that they don't cancel because that was like our first mm-hmm. time getting to be there. Fingers so, crossed. Fingers maybe, crossed. I don't know. Yeah. Now I know that we just talked a lot about how things really have like don't stay the same and your calendar has always changed year after year and earlier this year you really opened up for your customers and just just everyone really following you on social media um, about kind of your hardships last year and that it wasn't um, a great year for you what made you like what compelled you to share that um I, I don't know what compelled me, but I felt like sometimes I wasn't like a hundred percent at all the events because of the amount of just like uncertainty that was happening in the back end of my life, you know, so I was constantly worried or stressed or concerned over my personal life. So I think, but a lot of the people who, you know, are at these events with me are my friends and stuff. So I think, you know, obviously they, I, I think they knew and I just wanted to make sure that people were, Mm -hmm. I guess, aware and on the same page and, and could at least understand where I was coming from. But I'm, I have no reason not to share, you know, I, I don't really keep things private, but like, I'm obviously not posting it on billboards either, but I think it's important to remind the people you're around that maybe you are struggling or, you know, and that's, it's kind of rare for me. I'm, I'm pretty like headstrong and I can keep, myself going and as long as I'm busy then I'm fine and I think that's what's important to me especially at that time was like just staying busy keeping my head down um, and staying focused and and really just like pushing through this time that was really yeah would you say shimmer down helped you kind of get through some of that last year oh absolutely yeah um like I said I mean, I had, I was surrounded by all these people who knew me, so they may have noticed that I was a little off or something like that, but I, I think constantly surrounding myself with these people who 
loved glitter just as much as I do. And, you know, I, I knew that I could have their support and um, it kept me busy, mm-hmm. which was really big. Now, for, me. for people that maybe are going through a hardship and don't necessarily feel comfortable like sharing or being as open about it. I mean, what's some advice that you would give entrepreneurs out there that are maybe dealing with a hardship personally that, that are, that then is like kind of leaking maybe into their, their business or their service? Um, I think it's really important to remember to separate you know, your personal life with your work life. If you can't achieve the same thing at your business, if you weren't being affected, then I don't think that, I think that you need to either just take a break and people will respect that. Nobody's going to be mad at you for like saying, okay, I just need a week Mm -hmm. or a few days to like gather myself. People will have more respect for that than you just not showing up, you know, uh, or failing to produce something or not sending an order or whatever that looks like. You know, I think people will have more respect for you if you say, Hey, I need a few days, um, bear with me. And then people will be like a little bit more understanding. But I think if you cross that line between personal and business, it becomes a very like, I don't know, you're, you're, you lose respect from your customers and your clients, I think. So um, I mean, yeah. I wasn't like spilling my beans. I was just, you know, letting people know that it's been a tough year. And I'm, I know that I'm a strong, I'm a strong woman and that I can handle a lot that's thrown my way. Um, but 2019 like sucked real, real bad, not for shimmer down, not um, for anything else yeah. than like my own personal life. So, I mean, I think just saying something like that is enough for people to be a little yep. bit more understanding, but like not, not producing results for a company that you're running. I think that shows worse. And you being honest you about it. I mean, time. that's like such a part of, of why I wanted to right. start this podcast is, you know, ideally people know that someone's created this business, but sometimes it really takes to just hearing someone say, 2019 sucked and here's why to really make you remember that there's there's people there's emotion there's you know conflict there's growth behind these businesses with that person and so even though you might see that something's going really well for your business sometimes the person behind that business is struggling with something and as long as they're honest about it and and open about it you know right there's just some you know it's human it's humanity it's yeah. and you can't help but appreciate well, that. Yeah, and I can't help but think like how how much you'd fail if you just kind of let things go to shit because you couldn't like, get control yep. of your life a little bit, your personal life. I mean, running a business is serious, and people rely on you if it's if they're placing an order or you know scheduling a service or whatever it is, like people are relying on you. So when you fail to show up, like that shows a lot about your character. And um, that's yeah. one of my biggest it's a, It's hard. So I think, it was, I think it was really important to me, like last year, especially, like to still continue to show up, do my job. I might not be 100%, but I can give you like mm-hmm. what I have, which was almost 100%, you know, because I didn't- Well, hats off to you. Me, because so, I think I that's something- 
genuinely, <laughs> I think that's something that's really hard sometimes to come to terms with as an entrepreneur that you are struggling somewhere in, in a facet of your life and you're trying not to let it affect your business. So serious hats off to you. I think that, you know, again, I'm so excited to see what what's to come for Shimmer Down in, in 2020. And I think you've even come a, a long way um, since, you know, 2017, my goodness. But it's crazy. I know. But I, it's, I, the people that I've met along the way mean so much to me because of the support they've given. But I mean, I've grown friendships from this and then I've also lost friendships, but the amount of people I've met through just owning my own business and like this mm-hmm. fun, glittery, shimmery, shiny business that I don't know, like that is to me the best, most rewarding part. Like I, I'm, I think about it. I'm like, what if I'm like, <laughs> am I still going to be glittering people? Like, what awesome. will that look like? I don't know. But, or like, maybe I pass it down to somebody I don't know but it's well it's good really I am um, so I always want to make sure that I take a minute though and give you a chance to let our listeners know where they can find you um so where can they find you okay um our definitely Instagram that's probably where we post the most um and so that's uh shimmer.down so um, Instagram is shimmer.down. We also have a website and that's just shimmerdown.com. And we do Facebook, but not super active. Sometimes we post events on there, but that would be shimmer down glitterally. And um, by uh, email too. But I, I would say Instagram is probably okay. the best because our email and, then and our they shop can is on, buy on glitter Etsy, from you so. on Etsy. Yeah, all of our custom glitter blends are available on our Etsy. So there, I don't even know how many blends I have. I just added like three or four since this quarantine because I was bored and I started mixing glitter. Um, and then I also added a DIY glitter gel kit, which was cool. Um, but yeah, that's through Etsy and it's the Shimmer Down um, studio on there. But the link is in our Everything Instagram bio for you guys well. to go and check out Shimmer Down. You absolutely should. Um Jess, I always like ending my podcasts though, podcast episodes, excuse me, with um, one question. And that question is, uh, what does being an entrepreneur mean to you? Oh, gosh. Um, I've, sometimes I still struggle with like considering myself an entrepreneur. And I know you're <laughs> going to come back and be like, you totally are. Um, but I started this glitter business for fun. And that's what it's been. I mean, it's certainly been hard and there's been blood, sweat and tears, but it's fun for me. If it wasn't fun, I wouldn't do it. So being an entrepreneur for me looks like something that I want to spend my weekends focusing on, bringing joy to people's lives through glitter, um, having fun while doing it and continuing to grow. I think that maybe sounds a little cliche, but that's no, what I don't think that's cliche at all. Like I me. think honestly, with that, that answer, you've provided a lesson, honestly, that we really haven't gotten to even talk about. And, and it's kind of nice that you threw it in. And that, that lesson is, you know, when you start a business that is surrounded by something you love, or you started it because of something that you love, don't forget that, because that's really what 
what will continue to drive you. Right. And I think that's important. Well, I right. really want to thank you for Definitely. coming on today, for sharing your story, some lessons and tips and, and just being as candid as possible, especially about, um, you know, how much last year impacted you and what you would, you know, what advice you would give to other entrepreneurs. Um, you have no idea how much I appreciate your time because I know that time uh, is not something that everyone can give. So um, for those that are listening, again, I'll make sure to link all of her socials uh, so that you can go and check out Shimmer Down. Um, just anything else you want to you wanna say? <laughs> um, I don't think so. Stay tuned for what events we'll be doing. I don't know. Trump seems like everything's getting canceled still, but hopefully soon. I miss glittering and I miss being social and glittering. I know. I hope social, that we all so see um, the light soon. at the end of the tunnel on this and we start seeing you back out and round again. Thank you so much for coming on today. Um, this has been Jess Duval with Shimmer Down. All right, guys, I want to say thank you again for listening in. Uh, as mentioned, I'll make sure to link all of Jess and Shimmerdown's stuff in the description of this episode. I really appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, I hope to have you guys tune in next week for another entrepreneur. Subscribe and maybe leave a review. And if you have an idea of who you'd like to hear from, make sure that you get in contact with me. Again, thanks for listening in, and I'll see you guys next week.